five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
As we sit around the campfire at this time of the year, let's reflect on the 12,000 peers of Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva and remember how careful we have to be with this klal.
J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday morning broadcast. Hello, hello. That's Miami with Via Hafta. You heard Ekra done by A.K.A. Pella. Yassi Rosenberg and Company with Yom Shlishi off of the Sphira album. Omdos done by Cole Zimmer. And, of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a, a Tuesday on this July 30th, day 27 in the month of Tammuz, the year 5779. Tufshin, uh, Tufshin, I Tess. 79 degrees here in New York with mostly sunny weather and a high temperature of 92. Didn't realize it's going to be so hot today. Wow. Tonight, clear, low 75. And tomorrow afternoon, thunderstorms, a high temperature, 88 degrees. You shall lie right now at 90 up in Guilford, New York. Our friends at Camp Missoura, they're at 64 degrees. We're at 79 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Hope you enjoyed our visit to Camp Hask. That was our Monday JM in the AM. That was a phenomenal day we had there Sunday at Camp Hask. Just great. And um, yesterday's JM in the AM. 
I think, demonstrated that. Spoke with a lot of wonderful people who are uh, having a great time and providing an amazing time for some special members of our community. It was really a wonderful and, uh, I'm happy to say, fulfilling experience being there on Sunday and enjoying everyone's company up at Camp Hask. And if you came over and you were part of Camp Hask's experience day, I thank you. A lot of wonderful people came over, said hi. A lot of great listeners to the show, et cetera, et cetera. By the way, over the last couple of days, we've gotten a uh, a very interesting array of uh, app comments. Yesterday, just before noon Eastern time, someone writes on our app, listening to NSN on a tour of Central Europe with Mark Shapiro. That's listener Ellie. Ellie, I thank you very, very much. That was really nice. Uh, one thing we have uh, noticed this uh, this summer, even more people are listening around the world when traveling or just in general listening around the world. And it's a wonderful feeling, and I'm glad that people find it worthy enough uh, to tune in, even if they are thousands of miles away. Really, really cool. JM in the AM Tuesday will continue with Nahum Stark. It is a three-weeks format here at JM in the AM all the way until 9 o'clock Eastern time with plenty all day long to fit into a three-weeks format here at the Nahum Siegel Network.
613, wrapping up the hour here at JM in the AM. Combination of the Krakow, Nigun, and Adir Who. Bini before that, Nachum Stark had me Adir. You heard Miami with the Ahafta. Tuesday at America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JMNAM. Galitzal from Jerusalem, Shalom Rav, Kanehud Graf, in Mashekoreachshav. Gerush Ha Filipinim. Betadin Dachait Arar Shel. ג'רלדין ושני ילדיה קיאן בן העשר וקתרין בת החמש שהצטרכו לעזוב את הארץ בתוך 45 יום. 
עורכת הדין חיה מנע, המייצגת את המשפחה, אמרה לגלי צה"ל, נערער על ההחלטה. בית הדין סבר שלא מתקיימים במקרה טעמים הומניטריים חריגים שיש בהם כדי לאפשר את ההישארות של המשפחה בישראל, ובמיוחד של הילדים. כמובן שבית הדין נתן 45 יום במסגרתם. נוכל להגיש בקשה לוועדה לעניינים הומניטריים. ובכל מקרה, בכוונתנו להגיש ערעור על ההחלטה ולקדם את כל מה שקשור להסדרת המעמד מבחינה הומניטרית. יומיים לסגירת הרשימות לכנסת העשרים ושתיים, ניר אורבך, מנכ"ל הבית היהודי, טוען, עוד לפני האיחוד עם שקד ובנט, הצענו לעוצמה יהודית להצטרף אלינו, אך הם סירבו. מנגד, איתמר בן גביר, בכיר בעוצמה יהודית, מבהיר אצל אמיר איבגי, אם לא יצרפו אותנו לימין המאוחד, גוש הימין עלול לאבד את הרוב בכנסת. אם אני אדחק לשולי הרשימה, ואם לא יהיה עוד נציג של עוצמה יהודית במקום ריאלי, אז כל הטררם הגדול הזה של מפלגה מאוחדת ומחוברת, יביאו שבעה מנדטים. הם רוצים לשלוח את כולנו לאופוזיציה? אנחנו פנינו לאיתמר, הם קיבלו שם הצעה נדיבה. פתאום למקום רביעי זה מקום שאני מדבר איתך לפני החיבור שלנו עם האמון החדש. קיבלו הצעות ודחו אותם. צעיר אוטיסט נעצר לאחר שלא תיקף כרטיס ברכבת הקלה בירושלים והתעמת עם הפקחים. על אף שאביו עדכן את המשטרה על היותו אדם עם צרכים מיוחדים, הוא נחקר ללא חוקר מיוחד ושהה ביתה עם עצירים רגילים. כתבתנו לענייני משפט מוריה אסרף, שפרסמה את הפרטים, מוסיפה כי המשטרה ביקשה את הארכת מעצרו בארבעה ימים. בית המשפט דחה את הבקשה ושחררו למעצר בית. עורך דינו, עידן גמליאלי, טען, המשטרה פעלה בניגוד לחוק. עוד בטרם החקירה, הפנה אביו של הצעיר את תשומת לב החוקרים למצב המיוחד מאוד של בנו, והציג מסמכים רפואיים תומכים לרבות תעודת נכה בשיעור של 100%. על אף הרגישות המתבקשת ממשטרת ישראל, נחקר הצעיר על ידי חוקר רגיל, הושם בבית המעצר יחד עם אוכלוסייה רגילה, והובא לבית המשפט להארכת מעצר ימים. מהמשטרה נמסר בתגובה, במהלך חקירתו נשמרו זכויותיו במלואן. המשטרה תמשיך בפעולות החקירה הנדרשות. המשרד להגנת הסביבה יפתח בהליכי אכיפה נגד חברת החשמל בעקבות זיהום האוויר הגבוה הנפלט מתחנת הכוח רוטנברג ובחשד לפגיעה חמורה בבריאות הציבור. דניאלה וורטמן, תושבת קיבוץ זיקים, חולת סרטן, אומרת בגלי צה"ל, ריח הפיח פוגע בנו. אני מתעוררת באמצע הלילה עם הריח. אני קמה עם כאבי ראש, אני אסמטית, ואז קשה לי לנשום. זה פשוט גרוע. הפירות מכוסים פיח. אנחנו אוכלים, נושמים פיח, בלי הפסקה. מחברת החשמל נמסר בתגובה, סמוכים ובטוחים שאין לחברה שום קשר לאירועים המדוברים. את הפרטים הביא לראשונה כתבנו לענייני בריאות מאיר מרציאנו. ולידיעת הנהגים, מחר בחצות יתייקר הדלק באגורה לליטר. מחירו של בנזין 95 אוקטן בשירות עצמי יעמוד על 6 שקלים ו-26 אגורות לליטר. מזג האוויר, עלייה בטמפרטורות והכבדה בעומסי החום. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. עכשיו בגלי צה"ל, אברי גלעד עם השיח.
Oh, yeah. 
JM in the AM with Ranu. Good selection off of an album entitled Ranu Tzadikim. A three weeks format selection, in case you were uh, unaware or hadn't noticed. Hamachnise <laughs> Rachman before that, Mendy Werdiger with Lule to open up after our newscast here at JM in the AM. It's a Tuesday on this July 30th, day 27 in the month of Tammuz. It's the second of our three weeks format. That's right, second week of our three weeks format. I thank you very, very much for tuning in. I'm glad we had such a nice reaction to yesterday's show from Hask, which was recorded, of course, on Sunday during Hask Experience Day, and it was quite a day. Oh, I want to uh, give a special shout-out before we go to Rabbi Goldwasser. I want to give a special shout-out to um, Sarah and Perry Grossman. Sarah and Perry Grossman down in Florida are spreading the word about the Nahum Siegel Network and JM in the AM. And I would like to say thank you from all of us here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebner Yosef Alevi, endless Zechonishmas Esther Basar Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. On the day when the enemies entered into the city of Yerushalayim, they destroyed the base of Mikdosh. However, there was one Jew who was living outside Yerushalayim. He was plowing the earth with his cow. Suddenly, the cow fell on the ground. He was groaning and did not want to move. The man was frustrated, and he kept striking the cow, but the cow didn't want to get up. Then he heard a voice call out, What do you want from the cow? Leave her alone. She is crying because of the destruction of the Besamikdosh. The man immediately tore Kriya. He put ashes on his head, and he cried out, Anali, Anali. Woe is to me. After two or three hours, the cow got up and began to seemingly dance around. The man was now totally confused. A voice called out, Plow and plant, because at this moment, Mashiach is born. He ran to wash his face and he rejoiced. He took long strips of ribbon from his house in order that he would have them for children to play with. He went to celebrate. He went to a shalayim where he tried to sell the ribbons for babies to play with. Who wants to buy these ribbons for their son or daughter? The neighbor of the mother of Mashiach heard it and said the following, Go to such and such a house where a baby boy was just born. When he came to the house, he offered the woman to buy the ribbon for her son. She said to him, No, I will not buy it, because he was born on the day when the Besamikdash was destroyed. Aror Hayom, cursed is the day on which he was born. The man immediately went to the child, kissed him on his head, and gave him the ribbon. His mother began to pray for him, while the man left the child and returned home. Every year, the man would return to Yerushalayim to visit the boy, whose name was Menachem ben Amiel. One year, when he came to visit, the mother raised her voice and said, Ein lo Menachem, shahare nignaz. Menachem is not here. 
because he is hidden from us. Since that time, we have been looking for Meshach Tzidkenu to come and finally redeem us from the Golos that we're in. Be'ezus Hashem, may it be the will of Hashem that we see the coming of Mashiach quickly within our days. Oh, 
I'm 
J.M. in the A.M. There we go. Cole Ish with a whole bunch of great selections for our three weeks format. You heard uh, Vahair, Hodo Al Eretz, and Gam Ki Elech. Welcome to a J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday. Hope you enjoyed our show from Hask yesterday. And I thank you all for tuning in this morning. Uh, don't forget, you can comment on our app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and feel free to comment away. Let us know where you are. Uh, maybe there's a specific three weeks format selection you'd like to hear. Hey, we could do that. Huh. It's amazing what we could do. Um, so you could be in touch with us that way if you wish. A lot of items in our community calendar. As the nine days approaches, the nine days begin this coming Thursday night because Friday is Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh Menachem Av. So a lot of items in our community calendar. Let me go through some of the things that are going on. You know, um, tomorrow we're going to be speaking to um, the founder of Project Witness because tomorrow night Project Witness has a very important premiere in the footsteps of the giant, the life and leadership of Harav Michal Bear Weissmandel. It is a premiere documentary happening tomorrow night. We'll discuss it more tomorrow. But just realize that this documentary is then going to make the rounds once the premiere has been concluded. On Sunday, August 4th, this coming Sunday, uh, it'll be up in Muncie at Yeshiva of Spring Valley at 8 p.m. In the five towns at the Unusual of Lawrence Cedarhurst at 7.30 p.m. And up in Toronto at the Agudas Yisrael of Toronto at 4.45 p.m. Monday during the nine days, it'll be at Yeshiva Mag and David on McDonald Avenue in Flatbush starting at 8 p.m. And then Tuesday, August the 6th in Lakewood at a Terrace Riva on Summer Avenue starting at 8 p.m. Wednesday, August the 7th in Borough Park at a Terrace Chinka. There'll be two showings for women, the first one at 5 p.m. The men's show will be at 8 p.m. Then the Catskills, the boys' campus of Camp Tashbar, or the boys' camps rather, will meet at Camp Tashbar on Wednesday, August 7th in Liberty at 2.30 p.m. At the women and girls camps will be at the Raleigh Hotel with special speaker Rebetzin Esther Reisman. And that's going to be happening at 2 o'clock, at 4.30, and at 8 o'clock on Wednesday, August 7th. Also August 7th in Baltimore, up in A. Jacob Shari Zion on Park Heights Avenue in Baltimore beginning at 7.30. And Thursday night, August the 8th in Chicago at Congregation KINS on West North, West North Shore Avenue. That starts at 7.30 p.m. All of this, go to projectwitness.org. Go to projectwitness.org so you can be up to date on everything that's going on regarding Project Witness as uh, they are getting set for their big premiere tomorrow. And like I said, we will um, be speaking more about that premiere tomorrow on these uh, airwaves right here at JM in the AM. Um... What else do we have here for you? A couple other things going on that I wanted to mention to everybody. On Sunday, August 4th, which is this coming Sunday at 6.45 p.m., or by Dr. Aaron Rakefet Rothkoff will speak at the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills on 70th Road in Queens, out in Kew Gardens Hills. The uh, topic is how a little Bronx boy inspired the IDF to establish a new approach to soldiers missing in action. Men and women are invited. It's free admission. Again, this coming Sunday, 6.45 p.m., Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills, by Dr. Aaron Rakefet Rothkoff. How a little Bronx boy inspired the IDF to establish a new approach to soldiers missing in action. 
Makar has announced the third annual Makar Run and Walk, where you can make a difference for children and adults with developmental disabilities, happening Sunday, September the 15th at Marine Park in Brooklyn. Information, run for Makar. That's the number four. Run for Makar, M-A-K-O-R, dot org. United Task Force has announced its annual Catskills Nine Days Conference. When did honor thy children become one of the Ten Commandments? How to instill gratitude and respect in our kids. They'll feature Dr. David Pelkovitz, Dr. Hindi Klein, Dr. Faye Zakheim, uh, Shoshana, Dr. Shoshana Friedman. It's all happening on Tuesday, August 6th, 1.30 p.m. at the Fallsview Estates Shul on Fallsview Drive up in uh, Fallsburg, New York. Information, unitedtaskforce.org, unitedtaskforce.org. The annual bake sale to support the Lone Soldier Center happens Thursday and Friday, Thursday, August 8th, 11 until 6, Friday from 10.30 until 3 p.m. at Breezy's Dimples on Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. That happens again Thursday, August the 8th, and Friday, August the 9th. And don't forget that again this year we are teaming up with the new Springville Jewish Center on Staten Island, where Shachris, by the way, will begin at 8.25 Tisha B'Av morning. Shachris will begin at 8.25 Tisha B'Av morning uh, at the new Springville Jewish Center on Staten Island. At 9.15, Kinos Explained with Shlomo Y. Siegel. At 9.50, Shlomo Schwartz. At 10.25, Rabbi Yehuda Kovacs at 11 a.m., Rabbi Elio Sunnenshine at 11.35, Rabbi Yosef Siegel. Thoughts about Tisha B'Av at 12.15 with Mayor Simcha Siegel and Rabbi Yaakov Learfield before they dive in Mincha at 2 o'clock. The entire program will be live at NahumSiegel.com. Live Tisha B'Av program in the New Springville Jewish Center. You are certainly invited. It's free admission. Men and women are invited. 120 Saxon Avenue in Staten Island. And um, and for more information, you can contact the synagogue at 718-983-8063. Again, Shachris will be at 825. The entire program will be live at NahumSiegel.com. You will have seven really distinguished presentations between Shachris and Mincha. And uh, I hope you'll be able to uh, find the time to join us for that on Tishabov morning. That's a week from Sunday, believe it or not. A week from Sunday. Um, one more from Kolish to wrap up the hour at JM in the AM. <laughs>
Number two is complete, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSegal.com on the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app.
ירושלים, ביעזרס Ki 
J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday morning in our three weeks format. Thanks so much for joining us. Was glad you were able to uh, hear some of our adventure at Camp Hask. Um, that took place on Sunday, and then we did the broadcast for it. Uh, did the broadcast for it yesterday. 
That was a lot of fun. A big hello to our friends up at the Camp Hask for what was a uh, really incredible celebration, their Hask experience day. If you haven't been there, try next year. Try to go to Experience Day next year. It is an eye-opening experience, and it really provides an amazing uh, insight into what goes on at Camp Hask on a daily basis. Job well done, everybody. Hey, a reminder that a week from Sunday is Tisha B'Av, and um, we will be again in partnership with the new Springville Jewish Center on Staten Island presenting seven presentations, five on Kinnis and the two uh, regarding thoughts of Tisha B'Av. Um, it's going to be happening on uh, Tisha B'Av Day at the new Springville Jewish Center on Saxon Avenue in Staten Island. They're going to dive in. Shacharis at 8.25. The Kinos presentations will begin at 9.15. Uh, the thoughts about Tisha B'Av with Mayor Simcha Siegel and Rabbi Yaakov Learfield will be at the 12.15. And you can watch all of it at NahumSiegel.com. You can watch the entire thing on our website at NahumSiegel.com. So get ready to check it out. It'll be a live Tisha B'Av program starting 9.15 in the morning, Eastern Time on Tishabov from the New Springville Jewish Center, and we look forward to bringing that to you. Sunday, August 4th is coming Sunday, where my Dr. Aaron Rakefed Rothkoff will speak at the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills. That starts at 6.45 p.m. The topic is how a little Bronx boy inspired the IDF to establish a new approach to soldiers missing in action. It's going to happen this coming Sunday at the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills in Queens, New York. A reminder, the annual Catskills Nine Days Conference, which asks the question, when did honor thy children become one of the Ten Commandments? How to instill gratitude and respect in our kids? Dr. David Pelkovitz, Dr. Hindi Klein, Dr. Faye Zakheim, Dr. Shoshana Friedman, all together this coming Tuesday, a week from today, 1.30 p.m. at Falls View, Estates Shul in Fallsburg, New York. Uh, information, unitedtaskforce.org. Again, unitedtaskforce.org for more information. All righty, so a lot happening. Lots going on. Tuesday morning broadcast, more coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM.
מחב למשיח, יוצלו לרווחה, פדוסנו סצמיח, 
Soul off of their holiday sheer album at JM and the AM. It's a Tuesday morning broadcast. We're live from our New York City studios. And Jordy Alter, our wonderful friend for many, many years, is with us live via telephone. Jordy is vice president for the Israel Association for Baseball, and he has just spent some time with Team Israel in a rather uh, obscure location. Let's hear about it. Jordy Alter, welcome back to JM and the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, just back yesterday from Utena, Lithuania. Utena, Lithuania, where they have, uh, how would you describe their baseball stadiums? Uh, so the baseball stadium we played in, actually, was in the middle of a horse racing track. <laughs> you can imagine the Monticello Raceway oval right in the center where all the grass is, and there's a big baseball diamond in the middle of that. Did they set up uh, They set up portable bases and, you know, the things we remember from summer camp, or they had an actual really? baseball field there? <laughs> they actually had a proper baseball field. Uh, not much else around it, not much else in the town, but uh, the baseball field was, uh, was, was playable. And it was, uh, and it was what team that you were playing? So this this 
is uh, the was the culmination of the B pool tournament for um, for the, uh, the European Union, um, the CEB organization. Uh, we had we had um, competed two weeks prior in Bulgaria in another remote location called the Blagograd, and we had six teams in that tournament. We we were swept through that tournament including beating the Russians twice and in the championship. Wow. And then we faced Lithuania in a, uh, a three-game playoff. They had won their region, and that was the purpose of this. So we swept them in two games. They were blowout games. And now we uh, proceed on to the next level, to the next step. Pretty amazing. The, the other, now, we know, I mean, we know a little bit about Team Israel at this point. We've certainly spent a lot of time uh, watching them and discussing them. Uh, do the other teams have... Players that were at some point major leaguers? Okay, so this is completely different than what we discussed last time when I was with you two years ago. Two years ago was the World Baseball Classic. Right. That was run by uh, Major League Baseball. The requirements for that, um, that tournament were the players can obtain, could obtain citizenship. Or right. not necessarily citizens could obtain citizenship. So there were very many Major League Baseball players on all the squads. Um, including ours. This is qualifying for the Olympics. The Olympic rules are completely different. The players must have a, a, um, a passport, must have a passport for the country that they're playing for, which in Israel means that they have to have citizenship. So, um, you know, I'll go through that in a second, but to answer your question, most teams do not have many major league players or major league level players because it's during the baseball season right now, obviously. So those players can't uh, participate, nor will they be able to participate in the next step, and nor will they probably even be participating in the Olympics in 2020 in Tokyo as well. All right, so let me ask this. Let me ask it this way then: Are there players on Team Israel, the ones who just swept Lithuania in uh, in commanding fashion? Are there any players that we, as casual baseball observers, would have heard of? Yes. So we had a team of 24 in Bulgaria, and then again here in, um, in Lithuania. So there are some players on our roster that have, have teased the major league level. Uh, one is uh, Blake Galen, who's our best player, um, our center fielder. Um, there are others, several other players that we're actually uh, will be bringing onto the team for the next level that I can't yet divulge because we haven't yet officially um, sign them, but uh, you, they will definitely be recognizable players from the World Baseball Classic team. People, players that have had uh, as recently as last year major league experience, there were three or four of those. Um, but for this particular tournament, they were all high level, either minor league players or Division I uh, uh, college players. So Blake is now an Israeli citizen. Blake is in everyone that played on that team is an Israeli citizen, including including Blake Galen. Yeah. Jordy Alter with us talking about Team Israel. They just swept Lithuania, Pool B of the Olympic qualifiers. And so now, what happens? We know we're one year away. We spoke with BD Deitch last week, so we're very aware of the fact that we're one year away from Tokyo. What happens now over the next twelve months? So the next the next level. There are only six, as it pertains to baseball. There are only six teams that will play in the actual Olympics. Uh, in 2020 in Tokyo, and one of them is Tokyo, the host team. So there are only five teams that can qualify. So there are various qualifiers around the world over the next 12 months in preparation. So our next step, personally, is we have to go to Germany for the Pool A of the SEAB tournament. Um, that's the next level. When is that? So that is in, uh, in Bonn, Germany, starting the week of September 8th. 
uh, God willing, I hope to be there and uh, hope to talk to you from there as well as an aside. Um, so that's, that tournament, there are 12 teams in that tournament. The top five teams from that tournament then go to a, another tournament in Parma, Italy, the following week. And from that six-team uh, tournament, one team will advance to the, to the Olympics. So that's the... Uh, that's the task that we have in front of us. It sounds like a pretty it, tough task, <laughs> right? It is, but we, but when we, when we started planning this, along with our uh, our president Peter Kurtz, who has a tremendous vision about this and has put an incredible amount of time in doing this, um, you know, we, you know, we thought getting through the B pool would be uh, would be quite a challenge. We were faced with you know some really quality teams: the Greeks, uh, Greece, and the, um, the uh, not the Bulgarians, particularly the Russians. Lithuanians, and that was already a, a big task. So, and the fact that we will be adding some other high-quality players, I think, will really make us competitive. And uh, if we, we could advance to the next level, get to get to be one of those top five teams out of that twelve, that would be an incredible accomplishment for us. And I think the buzz would really start to, you know, to, you know, to ratchet up. On I'm that. I'm sorry for the constant comparisons to the World Baseball Classic, but did any did any fans go to Lithuania with you? So the only fans that nobody came to Lithuania because it was only it was only really a, a two day three day series. But uh, in Bulgaria we had um, mostly just parents of the players that were there. Uh, in Germany already I've been getting requests already today, and I just got back yesterday. So I expect in Germany there will be a large contingent of uh, of Israelis and American fans in addition to you know those significant others for the for the players as well. Um, but I think there'll be a you know a large uh, Large gathering there for the tournament. Jordy, I'd, I'm sure this isn't lost on you and probably others, uh, and I would assume that those players who are with you who are um, World Baseball Classic veterans at this point and, and you know felt, felt the Jewish heritage and the Jewish tradition just being part of the team, um, I'm sure it's not lost on you that the next round is in Germany and that yeah. just, just a few decades later, we, and I say we, <laughs> as a country, are looking to qualify for the Olympics in Bonn, Germany. And that's pretty unbelievable when you think about it. It, it sends chills down my spine as you mention it. And I'll just, you know, just to go back a little bit, just this past uh, Shabbat in, in Utena, uh, where in Utena, prior to the Holocaust, there were 30,000 Jews living in Utena. Uh, they were all wiped out. Um, all the Jews in Lithuania were pretty much wiped out, over 200,000. Um, and... We had we had we had Shabbat dinner with a whole team of of 28 Jews, many of them who had never had Shabbat dinner before, which is another amazing story behind behind this whole story, bringing together a group of people that have know that they're Jewish and they feel it in their heart enough that they're willing to make Aliyah. Yeah. Um, for not pay, they're not getting paid. They're just doing this for the love of the game and also for the love of the Jewish people. And we had Shabbat dinner, and a lot of them came over to me afterwards and said, this was the first time I ever had Shabbat dinner. It was amazing. And they really have a tremendous connection now as a result of this. And they understand. And yesterday, we did, on Sunday, we did a, you know, a full-day tour of Vilnius, Vilnius and uh, you know, it was very moving. And I think they have a tremendous understanding now of what, how, what, how meaningful this is you know, the upcoming tournament in Bonn. It's unbelievable. People, not not everybody gets it, but boy, do we get it. Uh, <laughs> you and the entire group is doing such an amazing job creating ambassadors, uh, instilling incredible pride and tradition into some really um, deep Jewish souls. These these guys are competitors. These guys are 
you know, people who take their craft very seriously, who don't do things in a halfway manner. And I'm sure you pick that up constantly. So when it comes even to their tradition, they are, they're all in. They want to know as much as possible. They want to experience as much as possible. For sure. And, and, you know, it's amazing. You know, we take it for granted because of the way, you know, you and I grew up and many of the people in your audience grew up. Um, but, you know, a lot of other people were not placed in the same environment that we were. Yeah. And it's just because of, you know, lack of that, just, just a matter of, you know, where they fell in life that they just, you know, but it's enough still there. The seed is still there. And uh, helping it grow is just an amazing sight to see these grown men, you know, many of them in their 30s, you know, upper 20s, mid-30s. You know, um, it's incredible. It's an, it's, it's an amazing experience, an amazing feeling for me personally to, <laughs> to see it through their eyes. Now I can imagine. It's, All right. It's so, learning, learning for the first time about Judaism. So Germany, we've got to win the September tournament. Then where after that, you said? Then Parma, Parma Italy the following week. Um, I believe the dates are the 18th of, the 18th of September. And, uh, and then on to Tokyo. In other words, if they win these two tournaments, they are they are a, they are qualified and will be at the 2020 Olympics. Simple as that. That that, that is as simple as that. So now, we need we, we need a really really good September. <laughs> we need a very good September. We just had a very good July. Uh, we'll take a break during uh, you know the upcoming uh, upcoming August season, which is a good time to take a break, I guess. And then September will uh, ratchet it back up again before the Chagim. Very cool. Um, there are a lot of people out there I'm sure would like to support Team Israel and yeah. support this effort to get to the Olympics. How would you recommend they do so? So we have credible budget coming up you know, for the, to move 35 people, um, players, coaches, supporting staff um, from either America or Israel to Germany and God willing on to Italy and then back again with all the food and hotels for two and a half weeks. We have a budget of about, about $250,000. So fundraising is huge. Hopefully we'll get some of the money, a small amount of it, unfortunately, from the Misrata sport here in Israel. But uh, we've, we're starting a new campaign. We had an old campaign that we're just finishing, but our new campaign will be on a fundraising site. It's called uh, Juicer, J-E-W-C-E-R.org, and the specific URL is www.juicer.org backslash project backslash Israel Baseball Olympics. And in addition, if anybody's interested, anybody in the audience is interested in um, further helping and sponsoring the team, you know, whether it's with uniforms or putting, well, uniforms we have. There hey, hey, one second, Jordy. You're breaking up. We can't hear you. If people want to do what? Go ahead. Sorry. If people want to do additional sponsorship for the team, um, sponsorship, uh, sponsorship opportunities are available. They can contact me personally at Jordy Alter, all right, Jordy, you're totally breaking up. We can't hear you at all. Uh, maybe if you move to a better location or something, we'll give you we'll give you a couple of seconds to try that. How's uh, that? Is that better? That's now? that's much better. Go ahead, start again. Okay. So, uh, anybody interested in sponsorship opportunities, they can contact me directly at jordyalter49 at gmail.com. Jordyalter49 for any other additional sponsorships, which we're you know, desperately looking for as well. Now, on the page you just mentioned, over 200 people have already donated, and it looks like you're just $1,700 short of the goal at this point. So thanks for pointing that out. That was the site that we used for the initial um, uh, tournaments in, uh, in Bulgaria. And in Utena, we're going to be uploading a new, um, to the same actual address, ah. a, a new uh, project, which will be live hopefully by the end of this week. 
Um, but if they give to this project now, it'll still, you know, we'll still get credit for it. So. All right, you gotta you gotta send us that link once it's up, please, and let us know. We'll certainly let everyone know. Those of you who want to participate in getting them to the eighty thousand dollar goal that they're almost at from the original campaign, you can go to juicer.org/project/israel. Baseball Olympics. You will see it. We're on it. It was very easy to get to, and you'll see the picture of Team Israel there. Over 200 people already have participated in that. And, and of course, when the new campaign is up, we will remind everybody and send out the link and let everybody participate uh, in the two uh, tournaments that Israel will be participating in in September. And then hopefully, please God, in the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo, one year from there, it would be absolutely incredible. Um, did we have a chance to talk about the uh, the documentary about Israel baseball? I don't know if we have, we, have... Uh, we have not spoken about it because you you have a prominent role in it. You know, I, I had uh, it was in the film itself. It was only probably about ten seconds, but uh, it was so meaning such a yeah. meaningful time in that tournament. Ten, it, ten of uh, the best seconds of the whole movie because you're you're reading Megillat Esther in the dugout on Purim, which is amazing. <laughs> well, that that part I was pretty embarrassed by, but the opportunity to say Kaddish with right. The, with the head equipment manager who right. had your site that day for his mother, that was unbelievable. I forgot that was an even greater moment. Oh, I love yeah. that. I absolutely love that. Yeah. All right, what can I tell you? I, I, I'm taking your word for it that the team is still as into it as they were because, boy, when we met some of the players and and when we you know went to the movie premiere and all that stuff, I mean, people were so into this. It's just incredible. I hope the momentum just keeps on going. I hope so as well. And, and if I can, I'd like to reach out to you when I'm in Germany, if that's okay. Yeah, of course. Are you kidding? We love hearing about all this stuff. And, and make sure to report on victories, as many as you can. I will. <laughs> I absolutely will, Malcolm. Thank Thanks, Jordy. Good luck to you. Thanks, Malcolm. Nice talking to you, as always. Appreciate it. <laughs> Jordy Alter is the uh, vice president for the Israel Association for Baseball. Israel had a big weekend in Vilnius, Lithuania. They won that series. Now they have two more tournaments in September. If they win both, one in Germany and one in Italy. If they win both, they go to the Olympics next year, which would be amazing. That would be amazing. Anyway, we'll follow it closely. And those of you who want to contribute, you can go to the page that we spoke about, or you could wait for us to remind you about it later in the week when Jordy gives us the go-ahead that the new campaign is up and running. I know a lot of people in this audience would love to toss a few dollars their way to support Team Israel, and we concur 100%. Tuesday morning broadcast. Plenty more coming up. It's a three weeks format Tuesday at JM and AM.
בבית המקדש ומשמיע לישראל Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and NachumSegal.com, and the NachumSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Yassi Goldstein wrapping things up. A selection entitled Capella here at JM in the AM. My thanks to Jordy Alter. My thanks to all of you. My thanks again to everybody up at Camp Hask. We had an amazing day there Sunday, and I hope you enjoyed the show yesterday. That was a lot of fun. And uh, thanks to listener Morris. Thanks to, uh, to all of our listeners who commented on the app. Much appreciated. Thanks to all of you for tuning in and being part of this amazing radio experience. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Alchem Sigal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.